Hey everybody, welcome to the Grabbing the Brisket podcast. Hey, we thank you for joining us. So today we got a, a special interview planned for you guys and gals. We have Meathead from uh, AmazingRibs.com coming up here shortly. Um, we're super excited to have uh, this gentleman on. We've had him on before. Um, it's great to get to, to catch up with him again. We're going to talk all things tailgating, favorite tailgating stories, recipes. Uh, I know we got a lot of uh, input from the listeners talking about uh, I guess we got a list. We got, we got a, kind of like a top favorite stuff that John kind of compiled from all the listeners that, that chimed in. Yeah. So eager to get into that. But uh, first and foremost, how's everybody's week been? Been great. <laughs> Dude, it's, <laughs> it's been I don't even know, man. Weekend. It's been a freaking, you you came off an awesome weekend, right? A long weekend. Yeah, went out to Fredericksburg, Texas, then ended up staying in Wimberley for a while. So just a lot of just wine, good food, yeah. hanging out with family. Wimberley's nice. Wimberley was I, I never knew anything about Wimberley. Went out there. It was really nice. They, 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 the Blanco River runs right through there, right? So Stopped in Blanco, went to the Red Bud Cafe. Okay. And it's right there on the town square. You know, it was awesome. Yeah. A no, bunch so, of bikers. <laughs> so I stopped and, and had some food there, too, uh, earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to a little little winery place there. But uh, it was a pizza restaurant. And, dude, it was, it was pretty legit. I mean, it's you can tell it's a young vibrant kind of community you know what i mean like a lot of people are trying to everybody's engaged you yeah. know it's kind of a place that you kind of want to stay and live yeah you know? well uh, when a you're lot there. of people from austin are moving there because a lot of californians john <clears throat> are uh, driving yep. people out of austin Probably. so they're all moving to places like blanco well, didn't you live in california that was yep. a long time ago yeah okay so, a long okay. time ago for me too <laughs> listen you can't guys listen you you got here and we, we do appreciate you did so it's we welcome everybody we're not we're not we're not biased right a little well, bit we are. I mean, <laughs> we, I am. A little bit we are. Yeah, we don't. We walk on the here. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. Anyway, so. Yeah, you cook anything? Uh, no, but I was going to ask you, did you see anything weird? Like weird? I, I know Austin, that area, there's always. No, because oh. I, no. I was in Fredericksburg. It was like just like so many freaking bachelor or, uh, bachelorette parties in Fredericksburg. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it's white like chicks capital. with blonde hair and large rim hats. They're just all over. Bunch Fredericksburg, of hats. Just a bunch yeah. of hats. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, went to a, uh, the Rhinery. It's a winery yeah. with rhinoceroses. That was interesting. I, I never, never, I never saw that combination. Yeah, when it's Wait. plural, it's rhinoceri. Rhinoceri. Yeah. So were, were they uh, like, were they like statues or something? No, there was like literal, there was a rhinoceros right there, and everybody's just sitting outside drinking wine, and there's a rhinoceros pen. Apparently, apparently the shtick is that uh, all the, some of the proceeds go to like rhinoceros preservation. You know how hot it is outside? Oh, it doesn't hot. seem safe. It was hey, hot. Yeah, thank you. Like, yeah. Put the damn yeah. thing back in the wild and be done with it. Like that, you want to hey, be. It's not hotter wanna, here than it is in Africa where he's from. I can I'm tell telling you right much. now, but look, if you're trying to do good, then leave them alone, okay? You're not doing anything about putting them in front of your storefront and drinking wine around the damn thing. I'm just, <laughs> I'm gonna let's guess, be honest. I'm going to guess that it's a rescue, okay? Yeah. yeah. We just, okay, great. You know. Hey, I rescued a grizzly bear. <laughs> bear. Come over here and drink some wine where it rips your freaking head off or something. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what they're thinking, but people are just. They're probably just challenged rhinos, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're probably just missing a horn or, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, they can't put them out in the wild because the you other You can do whatever you want. Just it was in the wild before you up. took it. I mean, I'm just saying, leave it alone. Unless it was like Maybe. one of those, hey. like, drug cartel animals that we right. discussed. Yeah, the, right. Uh, uh, Pablo the Escobar. Cocaine rhino got, or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Well, he had hippos, so I'm. Pretty yeah. sure Rhino was not out of the question. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And meth gators. Uh, let me ask you this: What would be a a weirder pairing or a winery? 
What animal? What's worse than worse I bet than a, a rattlesnake? Hey, <laughs> hey, play with our rattlesnakes while you drink your wine, and everybody's like, like what's well, like a what's like a rattlesnake church, right? <laughs> <laughs> where you're like, like I believe, you know, and then uh, right. here, and hold then, this snake, and then, and, and, you, and then you get you're, sn- you're sinning, you got the you're, devil you're, in you. You're like, whoa, <laughs> wait a minute, <laughs> I got my finger. <laughs> he died. Yeah, so they like hamsters. Like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Something man. stupid. I don't I've know. seen the cat cafes, which is really disgusting because they all go into litter boxes. I'm like, uh, no, I'm I not. Didn't know that was a thing. I don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want that thing on top of me while I'm trying to eat my food or whatever else. Got to smell like a litter box the whole time. Yeah, cat cafe. Cafe. Oh, well, uh, yeah, I don't this know. This was called the rhinery. <laughs> the rhinery. Like rhinery. Sadness. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's sadness all day, all around. I, it's this is California just moving into. No, Texas. it's not, James. No, it's we not. did not create this. <laughs> yeah, trust 100%. me. Somebody from Texas was like, "I'm gonna catch that damn rhino." I promise you. Hey, you want that rhino? That's hey, accurate. You want a winery? Bring that rhino. Get that rhino. Let's go. I was surprised. Yeah. That a lot of people don't realize that Texas has like wine country. Yeah. Like, uh, like, I guess we just know that because we live here, but, like, most people I talk to who are outside of the state have no clue about, you know, Fredericksburg or Texas wines or anything like that. I don't like think – we don't yeah, want to tell them. Never think of it. Yeah, we don't want to tell them. Good point. Good point. You know, ours. all the wine there was terrible. Horrible. I would not recommend Disgusting. going. Ugh, gross. <laughs> Horrible nice. scenery. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so I'm famous now. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know uh, if we yeah. can talk about that I or saw not, the text. But, uh, don't worry, bro. Yeah. Let the cat out of the bag, John. No big yeah. deal. Just getting recognized in public and whatnot. Had a no pipe. big deal. Yeah. Meanwhile, in the group text, guess I, what? I got recognized. I, you know what? You don't have to make it People like that. People recognize me at work all the time. I don't know what you're saying. Like You go to work and got Let's recognized? Yes. Great. Yes. Okay. Pilot's like, hey, are you John? I'm like, wait. Why, why? Is this at your work? I'm at work. Yeah, I'm like, how do you okay. know my so name? So somebody at work recognized you. Yeah. Do you see what this I'm saying? the exact same thing you were just talking about. Listen, exactly. like, listen Wiener. Yeah. <laughs> listen, Linda. I didn't yeah. know this guy. Anyway, sorry. Go on, no, go. I didn't know. Because I don't know anybody different airlines. And he's like, yeah, from Grab Him in a Brisket. I was like, yeah, that's me. Like, can I sign something for you? <laughs> did you or say that to him? Or take a picture? Or <laughs> you like, did not say that. No, of course I didn't say that. I was yeah. like, yeah, that's cool, bro. No, you did not. Yeah, I listened to me too. Yeah, then he ran right straight into the laboratory and it's like... <laughs> exactly. It's not no. a laboratory, though. Yeah, I don't, lavatory? <laughs> laboratory. <laughs> yeah, it was where you go it's and make lab- your Mr. Hyde and Dr. Jekyll uh, uh, concoction. No, I don't uh, think he did. Uh, so he goes, hey, 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 John? And you're like, yeah. And you're like... Yeah, basically. I was like, how do you know my name? Because I don't know any of the pilots' names. None of them know my name, but... yeah. I was like, yeah, you know my name. He's like, dude, grab him in a brisket. He's like, I've been listening for a couple of years. I'm completely caught up. I'm like, let's go. That is amazing. Yeah, what was, was this awesome. dude's name? I want to say his name was Greg. You didn't catch his name. You're a horrible I just said, person. Greg. You might be the worst you human being. You think it's Greg or it is Greg? It's Greg. Greg, Greg or Greg? I feel like Greg. a lot of our listeners' names are Greg. Yeah, Greg. But I'm pretty well. sure it was Greg because he sent an email. Oh, okay, good. I told him to email me. So, okay, did, so he did. Did he send us yeah. a win or a fail? No, not yet. He should, though. I'm going to tell him to no. do that. We're like mm. best friends now, so it's no big deal. Uh, yeah, yeah, great. We'll probably vacation hey, together. John's, we'll like, a, free, so. <laughs> okay, hey, John's right. like a five-year-old that goes out and meets somebody in the playground. Is like, I got a new best friend. It's Greg. He's calling <laughs> What's me. What's his name? I don't know. I don't I think know. It's Greg. I, I don't think know. it's we hang out all the time. He texted me. <laughs> that is so funny because I asked Sissy stuff like, hell, she's like, I got a new friend. Let's go. What's the name? I don't know. I don't know. We played together. Perfect. We've been playing great. for three weeks. It's yeah. great. Hey, I'm proud of you, John. Uh, anyways, he's a proud fan. Um, but speaking of fans, real quick, uh, we got a call in. Yeah. From a fan, I was hoping we could. Maybe play that real quick. Sure. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, let's throw it out there. Not a win or fail, just a call-in. Just a call-in. Just yeah. somebody oh, checking I know, in. I know it's coming. Hey, guys. This is Greg. Sorry, it's been a while. Jesus so Christ. Call in. Greg. Uh, I've been okay. kind of busy. Uh, 
a couple questions. I've been listening to about four or five of them this morning. and We're getting on the way home right now. I just want to know, is, uh, is Jan still a bitch? Yeah. Yeah, Greg. Yeah, Greg. Jan still is. You know, that sorry SOB. That's a different Greg. That's, oh, that's, okay. that's the other Greg, the Greg that likes to call you a bitch. Yeah. I like how he said what? he has like a few questions yeah. and it's just is Jan still a bitch. But he just does one question. <laughs> that's number one, two, and yeah. three. Hey, he goes yeah. question mark, question mark. You know, it's a couple of questions there, right? I don't know. Uh yeah, whatever, man. You know what? Matt, I am what I am. Matt I saw like, it coming a mile away. Yeah, I did. Hey, I'm like Popeye. As, as soon right? as John queued up yeah. the voicemail, I knew that was. I'm Popeye. Away. I am what I am. Okay, <laughs> say it to my uh, face. No, hey, man, it's people good. love you. They love I, I love it. I love yeah. it. Thanks, Greg. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Hey, <laughs> you didn't want any seasonings, but go on again next week. Give us your barbecue fail. Maybe and we should gonna, send him some anyway. You know, I think it's maybe a care package. Yeah. We all long time listener. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get like an empty, like a half bottle of rub. I'm like, here, you're gonna get. Here's <laughs> no, we a half. Send him, we should yeah. send him a shirt, one of the shirts on our website with your face on it. Oh, that's a genius yeah. idea. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Greg, I'm still when you listen to this. Send us a message, and we'll hook you up. Yeah. Let us know 100%. your size. I'm still sending you a half bottle of seasonings that I've been using. <laughs> half bottle. <laughs> Just combine so, a bunch know. of the leftovers that's in one yeah. bottle. Mystery. Uh, Mystery seasonings. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> no, that's uh, awesome. Hmm. Yeah. So actually, there was a so who who was look so I got a bone to pick with you, John. Mm. Uh, there was I showed you this the other day, James, and I don't know who I can't remember his name, and maybe it was Greg. I don't know, but uh, it wasn't. But it, it was a post where what was the post where he 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 was coming out and basically sits on like yeah, it was on Twitter. Yeah, the Twitter post. Who was that that roasted me? Was called out being a bitch. Yeah, and it roasted me on the thing, and then you. Grabbing the brisket said, uh, "Grab not John, not first of all, not John, which is, should have came from John, but grabbing the brisket, basically put out a meme or or gif or gif or whatever you call the damn thing, mm-hmm. and it was like basically like correct, g- correct, agreeing with oh, it. Oh yeah, that's probably me. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. I know it's you, dude. But I'm like, no, I that should have came from John, not from grab him and the brisket. <laughs> yeah." I, I I'm sorry, I, I don't know if you know this, but I actually run all the grab and the brisket. No, nope, it's not the same. <laughs> he, is, he is causing trouble because it's he, not the same. You know, whatever else. But I, I am glad. I first read, I was like, dude, what the f, man? But I was like, oh, okay, I, I gotta, I, I gotta get into this a little bit, you know, because I, I, I've taken a, I've taken a back seat to social media, and it, dude, at first I wrote so many different things, like just so many different, th- just whatever, mm-hmm. like, and then I settled on like a, like a neutral, but also kind of like. I don't know what whatever kind of post, um, but but I, I you know he, he responded back. I can't I, can't, I, can't, I can I I know the name and I should be able to say this out loud, but I just uh, I just don't know. But anyways, I, I I said something back and then he said something back and then dude I was I went right, right back with it you know. But he was very positive and it's like one of those things like you just don't like I don't ever take offense to it. No, because they all actually no, love you. No you no know no that. no no I yeah. know that. I, well, I don't know that, but. Uh, they like you. They yeah, tolerate they like, you. They, they tolerate me. It's yeah. fine. Uh, but the only thing, dude, I wanted to roast you, John. Mm. But if I did, I was roasting grabbing the brisket because oh. it wasn't at. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm so kudos to you, man. Oh, sorry. Can't even talk to you. Well, well John's yeah. been tro- causing trouble on there because he posted something. Uh, it was a hot dog. And it just had ketchup <laughs> and relish. Yeah, right. And he's like, all the hot dog <laughs> needs and. Yeah. Obviously, that's wrong. Yeah. And I responded like, I was just trying to get a rise out of people. Can you only, do better? Only toddlers put, you know, ketchup on their hot dogs. Yeah, 100%. And then I get like a six or seven Twitter like response uh, kicking me off of the podcast. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it was him. Uh, him uh, kicking me off. We're leaving him of his duties. Yeah. You're done. 
But then Toast. I found out in my rebuttal, I found out there's an actual like hot dog and sausage association. There's a governing body of hot dogs and sausages. Mm. Yeah. And their position is that ketchup does not belong. Mm. I had no, first of all, I had no clue there's a governing body for hot dogs and sausages. But yeah. secondly, they backed me it's up. Mustard. Mm, okay. It's mustard. It's mustard. It's mustard. Mustard yeah. belongs. Okay. Yeah, I like mustard. <laughs> mustard and relish is, is my kind of my go-to. Ketchup is for french fries. Thank you. Right. Appreciate that. For potatoes. And eggs. Potatoes. Not for eggs. Not for <laughs> We're eggs. done. <laughs> We're done. You're off the pot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Wrap it up. <laughs> so uh, James and I, we ended up cooking a couple of briskets uh, this weekend, right? Memorial Day, or Labor Day. I keep saying Memorial Day, but Labor Day weekend. Uh, we had a few briskets we put down for uh, one for the neighbors, uh, which I think was awesome. Uh, and it was a little four-year-old. They had a petting zoo over at the house and uh, across the street. Oh yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a cool little party they threw. Oh, did you guys get the money for my tree getting cut down? What we're supposed to exchange the briskets for getting my tree cut down? I don't know what you're talking about. Wow. Okay. Continue. Never mind. Money for trees. What is happening okay. right now? I don't know. You're talking. I'm just going to tell about the briskets ahead, that we cooked. And you're going to talk about the money that, <laughs> that we don't know about. Go ahead. So we we uh, we cook these briskets, but we go over and you know the, the obviously it was a big party they threw. James had a little idea, and he's like, we, we've got some few things packaged up at the house. And so uh, one of the things that uh, – um, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, we probably don't want to say his name. Yeah, anyway. probably not. Next to us. Anyways, didn't have a grill in Daniel. the backyard. Daniel. Well, James does. <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> Daniel. He doesn't own a grill. Yeah, didn't have a grill. So we brought So we brought over – James had a birthday gift for the kid. We brought over a grill for him. The, the, everybody in the place just stared at us. Wait, you brought him a grill? Yeah. We got him a Weber. And Weber. What kind of Weber? Just doesn't matter. Just regular Weber. Yeah. Oh, like a 18 inch or a 22? Like 18. Yeah. I don't 18 know. inch, yeah. Is it custom or anything? Nope. No? Okay. Nope. Let's check. No, just a normal. But listen, I think that's what you have to do, right? You have to. You have you've to. got to get in your neighborhood and you got to figure out who's not doing it and make them do it, right? Make them mm-hmm. get on. Like, they could fall into drugs or something. You know what I mean? They could fall <laughs> off and go into like horrible depressions. They need. I, right. They need to have this this uh, yeah. community of barbecue yeah. in their life. And the fact that we were able to recognize and save another mm-hmm. soul, mm-hmm. I feel so positive about yeah. this. If you don't start smoking meat, you'll start smoking meth. Or. <laughs> Dems the That's rolls. our next shirt. Or, That's our next shirt. <laughs> yeah. You're going to smoke something. Might as well be brisket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so. We, we carried this giant just platter of, of brisket inside the house, not knowing anybody a soul except for yeah. the, the, uh, the, the family that lives there, the family. And we're like, do do all oh, briskets here. And you drop it off, and there's people like just they're all just staring. Who's the people like, carrying food in? There's hot dogs, and then there's brisket. They're like, <laughs> hot dogs for the kids. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> and then some guy was like, came up, and made a comment. He's like, oh, okay, here's the brisket. Uh, yeah, we got a small brisket outside. I'm like, wait, there's another brisket. Uh, no, he was making a joke. He was talking about the tiny cow that was outside in the petting zoo. Yeah, oh, it's like, a little baby cow. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I, I got gotcha. you. There That's it is. That's awesome. It was good. Mm. Anyways, I felt good g- giving away the present and uh, and and giving the, the brisket to them or whatever else. Um, and then I guess they came over that night. Uh, at that point, I, I don't really remember a lot of that. Uh, I knew I knew they come over and, and they talked. Whatever they loved it, enjoyed the brisket. It went good. It went fast. Awesome. Uh, and then James and I uh, got together on Monday, and we did brisket tacos Hell yeah. for the family. They were amazing. Hey, did anybody at the party ask for barbecue sauce? We didn't. You just didn't bring any over. We would have 
Good. We would have grabbed. Nobody the, asked. We though. would have grabbed that the brisket. Means, okay, so it was a good brisket. We would have grabbed the brisket. Okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. walked away. <laughs> okay, we would have <laughs> grabbed the brisket, and so we, we would have been like, yeah, we, 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 we exited, off. and <laughs> that's how you get no brisket. Okay, so all in all, it was a good weekend for Labor Day festivities and and the barbecue. I mean, yeah, word. So we have to take a break to maybe pay some bills. Is that where we're at right now? I think we need to go ahead and bring our guest in, and then we'll. Oh, is that where? Okay. Oh, so they're in. Okay, so uh, we've got Meathead Goldwyn uh, coming in. Hello. How's it going, brother? How are you? Man, I am sitting here admiring your cave there. Golly, <laughs> that looks like the place to hang out and drink beer. I'm, I'm, I got a glass of wine, so I'm kind of there. It is. On that one. Cheers, brother. Cheers. 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 So, are, are we live or are we just uh, prepping? No, we're we're we are live. We're ready to go. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, hot dogs, guys. Now I'm in Chicago, and it's against the law here in Chicago to put ketchup on a hot dog. I would imagine that. Were you were you yeah. just listening to us right now? Because yeah. we oh, yeah. just had a conversation. Yeah. He can hear us. Yeah, he's listening. And I got to tell you, I wrote a whole article on this subject on AmazingRibs.com, my website. Long article. I mean, we've got Clint Eastwood ranting about nobody puts ketchup on a hot dog and you mentioned the hot dog association Mm -hmm. i have a videotape of them talking about this no ketchup on a hot dog no we i need a link so i can send it to john why i wrote this article and it's a rant on why you don't put ketchup on a hot dog and you can if you if you have any sensibility you can tell my tongue is deeply embedded in my cheek, and I'm having fun with this. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, I have learned out why no ketchup on a hot dog. Because it destroys your sense of humor. People who read this article and they like to put ketchup on a hot dog get really irate. Real, I, the worst emails I've ever gotten are about my article on no ketchup on a hot dog. I swear to goodness. That's <laughs> awesome. I love, oh, it's controversy. Awesome. You know what yeah. I mean? That's what you need. It's, it destroys your sense of humor. Yeah. 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 Take a joke a little bit. God. Now, t- tell me about grabbing by the brisket. I mean, is this some sort of sex abuse of cattle or, or what <laughs> right, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, we're in Texas. I mean, it's a it's a thing. Yeah, I, it's consensual. Yeah, it is consensual. Uh, no, I don't. I, I actually don't. I, I, this wasn't my naming, right? I didn't come up with this. And Matt, you didn't come up. This is something that James and and John, or was it just you, James? It's mostly James. This was yeah, from. Uh, it, it, it was something that I kicked around. Uh, well, actually, this was probably the second name that we came up with the the first name i think was getting lost in the sauce <laughs> and we thought it was perfect then me and john did the research and there was already a podcast out there that was already named that i'm like okay well i'm guess i'm not as uh, creative as i thought i was so i was like we, we were listening around there there's a there's a um there's a rap song by the uh, digital underground where where there's a phrase in there where it says grab them by the biscuit Ah. which would be the booty. Th- you know, there's another right. famous grab em phrase out there. Right, right. right. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Some right. blonde-haired we, guy said it, I think. Right. He did. We, he we did. get yeah. that a lot, yes. and, uh, and some fella. people think that we've we, that's where it came from, and so we get a lot of, lot of dirty looks. Uh, we get a lot of, like, <laughs> you know, thumbs-ups over it, but, uh, yeah, we, we sound straight. Okay, it, it came from this 90s rap band. Early, like, early 90s. Uh, uh, that we all yeah. kind of listen to, and I know everybody that listens probably, probably well, heard the song. I'm kind of late to this party here. How long you guys been at this? Because I was listening in, and you guys are having fun. I'd, I'd like to be at that table. Yes, 100%. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, we started a few minutes early. We kind of talked about our day. I think uh, we've been at it for about maybe 30 minutes. No, no, no. Oh, oh, in general. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, probably uh, for the podcast itself, probably Four two years. and a half, three years or so uh, of, of just whatever. Uh, competition team-wise, we've probably been competing in, as a group uh, in, in some nature of this probably for the last probably six years or at so, least, yeah, seven like years. And then, and then James and I, so, and, and everybody here on the table, we were all neighbors at one point. Right. And, uh, uh and, and then James and I, we're, we're twins here. So, uh, we, we, we competing now probably close to 20 years, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. just on and off with different teams and on ourselves and whatever. So it's been, uh, it's been a cool, cool ride, but, uh, I think what, what really sparked this was the pot, I'm sorry, that was the garage, uh, hanging out on a Friday night with all your neighbors, we're grilling, we're always cooking something and somebody's like, man, we should, obviously alcohol's in play, but we should, we should record this. We should do something. And then everybody wants to hear what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Right. right? right. No, but like, we're so dumb. All right. Just to be honest. But, uh, yeah, but it, it kind of, we kind of did it. And then we got involved with the MBBQA and, uh, just kind of just meandering through this whole process. It's well, been, where are you based? It's, it's been amazing. We're, we're in, uh, Pearland, Texas. Just south of Houston. Oh, so south you of Houston. are in Texas. Okay. We are. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. So, uh, what have you been up to, man? So, we saw you in, in everything, but we saw you in, uh, at, at, the, at the last event was the, in San, I'm sorry, in Fort Worth at the MBBQA, MBBQA event. That was my first time meeting you. I, I cannot tell you it was such an honor. Uh, and, and then, and I was afraid to ask if you even wanted to step on the microphone and get on the podcast a little bit. And you did, and I, I was so nervous. Uh, gracious, but, dude! It was awesome, no, man. I, I mean, you're. I, you know, I, I think you can tell. I, I like talking barbecue. You know, one hundred percent. Right, one hundred percent. I'm not shy, and uh, you know, it was it was fun meeting you guys down in Texas, and you impressed me with your with your setup. You know, a lot of a lot of uh, these uh, video logs and vlogs and podcasts, and you know, it's just a guy with a microphone. Um, so. Uh, yeah, you guys are pretty polished and professional. I'm impressed. Well, thank you. That's the first thank time you. we heard yeah. that. Yeah, I'll right. take it. We have never heard that before. <laughs> we fold one. Yeah. <laughs> Holy well, moly. Gotta, all right, I got to yeah. ask you. See, you're yeah. supposed to be interviewing me, but I'm interviewing yeah. you Let's guys. Let's go. Yeah. Um, you're a competition team, and I heard you talking about brisket, and one of you was uh, criticizing, uh, critiquing, critiquing, not critiquing. Criticizing. That's right, yeah. The other guy is brisket. Are you guys not separating flat and point? Uh, on a comp? Uh, we we typically not usually it depends no. it not depends usually. every no, once in a no. while uh, w- w- so there, there's been a few that we've done uh, it and it, it was fine but typically we, we do not we we just shape them down very small and we'll try to serve uh, a little bit of the flat and the point together uh, when when we turn in uh, but it's very yeah that's kind of our our, our, our I think I mean personally I separate them now yeah now, I don't compete but it's just you know like dark meat and white meat on a turkey they cook at different rates yep the the point in the flat and you know you, you've got like a, a chicken breast it's tear shaped pipe pear shaped so the and 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 the determining factor in any cooking is thickness so it's really thick at one end thin at another end and then you've got one muscle that's really fatty and another muscle that's really lean and then you got grain going in all different kinds of direction and then in between these muscles you got this thick layer of fat 
that nobody wants to eat. Yep. But if you cut through it and you pick it up and squeeze it, it gives you a nice juicy mm. look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> which, which, I mean, you go on the social media and they, you can't go five minutes without somebody no, squeezing their biscuit. Get the, you know? <laughs> you it's have like to. It's a whipple in the paper and the toilet paper, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> No, and that's that's something that like so I, I totally agree with you because the further you go back on 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 that flat right there, you you dive right into the point, and that point becomes bigger and bigger and bigger, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that flat will get smaller. So there's that perfect moment I think when we're, we're trying to slice that I look for is I don't want I, I want I want the flat to be prevalent, but I don't mind a little sliver of that of that of that point coming through. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think it just looks so good. Well, but that what, little that, that that little four or five inches where the point overlap overlaps the flat. Yeah, say that five times, <laughs> especially when you're drinking, and um, <laughs> you cut through that and you get a thin layer of fat, which people will eat. Those thick layers of fat that are further back. Yeah, um, I, I know I know one guy, um, uh, a very good brisket cook who digs most of it out, but he still leaves the two muscles attached. Yep. Um, I like to separate them. I like to strip the fat off as much as possible. Maybe leave a quarter inch because people will eat a little. That'll shrink down to an eighth of an inch, and people will eat that. Leave on the big fat cap. Nobody's eating that. Plus, I want my rub on the meat, not on the fat. That's right. right. Um, and if, if you got a thick fat cap, people are going to cut it off, and there goes all the rub. Mm-hmm. But... Um, uh, I've been cooking them uh, separately for a while. And then you have the total freedom if you're going to do burn ends out of the point. Um, although I got to tell you, I've had fun. Not, not as good as burn ends out of the point are absolutely the best. But I've made burn ends out of the flat because the flat is the le- lesser of the two mm-hmm. cuts for me. So, um, you know, burn ends, you're, you're really, they're swimming in fat. They're swimming in sauce. You're doing everything under the sun to them. Yep. Why do it to the really good cut, the point? So, but uh, nothing, I mean, burn ends from the point are just fantastic. Mm-hmm. They are. But in any case, I, 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 if, you're not, if you haven't played with it lately, I recommend you try splitting a point from the flat. And your listeners who are perhaps bris, brisket fans, Oh, yeah. uh, give it a try. I mean, don't wait until a competition to do it. Do it a couple of times at home and maybe do them side by side, you know, in comparison taste and, and see what you think. Um, I, I like the freedom of separate. And, boy, you get really nice flat slices, too, because you got smoke ring all around. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Let, let, let me ask you. Let me jump in there. Let me ask while we're on the subject of brisket. So one of my pet peeves, and I, I, I say pet peeve, one of my uh, just – I see all over social media and the use of is a beef tallow and how they use beef tallow. And, and you have these one. influencers that just put out there and talking about, this is the only way to make a tender brisket or a juicy brisket is to, to, to render down your, your, yeah. your beef tallow. And That's all a over. hot trend now. Yeah. But um, there's yeah. no doubt that it has some effect on heat transfer and the surface of the meat. But something everybody has to remember when it comes to that tallow on brisket or fat caps, fat is oil, meat is 75% water, oil and water don't mix. Now, marbling within the muscles, like you have a lot of it in the point, less in the flat, but that marbling, the fat within the muscles, um, intramuscular, 
um, it will melt and will enhance flavor and juiciness, and it's fantastic, and you want as much of that as you can get, which is why you try to buy prime meat whenever you can, uh, when you can afford it. Um, the um, uh, the uh, flat, which is leaner, uh, tends to be drier. Um, but you can't get the surface fat to penetrate into the meat. It just runs off. Um Every single drop. I mean, there's zero penetration. Maybe, all right, maybe a fraction. The surface of the meat may look smooth, but if you look at it with a microscope, it's got lots of cracks and crevices and a few pores. But the fat cannot penetrate more than a, a fraction of an inch, not even a 16th, maybe a 32nd of an inch. But it will, that 32nd of an inch is the surface, and it will distinctly alter the surface. And you were talking about bark earlier. Mm. It's going to affect the bark, but it is not going to affect the interior. Um, it's quite the trend. Um, you know, uh, next year it'll be clarified butter. Uh, the year after that it'll be pig fat. Uh, who knows? <laughs> yeah. um, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, I mean, right now the, the, one of the things that, that I think uh, that I, I've heard of that people do they're not talking about, and which I think is weird, but uh, they're doing their injections, but they're not doing injections with uh, beef broth or bone broth. They're doing it with chicken broth and yeah, chicken broth in, in, in your brisket. How, how do you feel about that? I, yeah, I don't know. I could see beef yeah. broth in Talk my chicken. Frankenfood. But... Yeah, that would be, yeah. yeah. Think about it. Yeah. I, I'm not having these visions of the, uh, the, the cow. Cluck, 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 cluck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, I get it. Um, you want what? Moisture comes from two things. Everybody thinks of water. You know, you inject it, you got the liquids, the water. But a great deal of your moisture comes from fat. And um, uh, you you can inject it with just plain water, and that'll increase the water solution. Or you can inject it with beef fat or chicken fat. Um, Did I say chicken fat? Chicken broth or beef broth. Um, and And you can inject things with butter. I mean, how did Butterball get started? Yeah. Um, uh, but um, you're just looking to add flavor along with the liquid. And, and, and chicken, chicken broth is kind of mild, kind of neutral. I use it in a lot of stuff. I mean, you guys probably use it, too, for rice and oh, yeah. couscous mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It, it's, it, you know, it's, it's, it's just better than plain water. Um, and I think that's probably what's at there. Um, beef broth has a very strong flavor, and if you use too much of it, I think your brisket will end up tasting like pot roast. Um, uh, I've had some fun playing with um, pork fat and bacon fat. And of course, duck fat, you can, they're all different fats you can play with um, to enhance the bark flavor. I've injected turkeys uh, with, with, with butter. It's tricky. You got to wait for the meat to warm up before you can inject the butter. Otherwise the butter freezes up and clumps up. Mm -hmm. But, uh, there it is. That's a good move. That's a pro tip yeah. right there. That is a, definitely a pro uh, tip. Because I think you. Oh, yeah. we, uh, chicken breast. That was some chicken. But if you try to inject it cold, the the the, the needle clogs up because uh, yeah. it's you know it, it chills the needle right away as soon as you stick it in there, and the melted butter solidifies. But um, if you start cooking and get the temp up to about a hundred, I think ninety or something is the uh, melting point for butter. Get it up to about a hundred. Um, and you're still, you know, you're taking it up to 155, 160. So you're not there yet. And when it hits about 100, that's when you get your needle out and you start poking it. Mm-hmm. 
Let's go, man. That is a great tip. I've never even tried that before, but I can guarantee you next time I cook chicken, I'm injecting, I'm doing that. So thank you. Now, we've definitely injected some chicken before and had issues with it. You you know, if you're cooking chicken, one of my – or turkey for that matter – is there's always um, a uh, an aluminum pan underneath for me. Um, mm. I'm capturing capturing those juices and the fat that come down, and I'll have you know small spring potatoes down under there, um, uh, Brussels sprouts, um, uh, carrot chunks, um, and uh, uh, a little water and a little fat. You just put that under the bird, and what happens is is for the first part of the cook the water kind of steams and, and, and simmers it. And then the water evaporates and the oil that's there, plus any fat that drifts from the bird, it fries. And mm-hmm. so now, you, now you've got chicken fat flavored potatoes that have been fried oh, yeah. underneath the chicken and your, um, your Brussels sprouts and your carrots. Boy, those are good. Yeah. Those are really good. It's, mm-hmm. And you can do this with a rotisserie too, if you're doing a rotisserie. We got to hang out. Right, right. We, right. we got to hang out and just, cook. Just come down to Texas. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, so where, 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 where do you live? Where, in where, Chicago. Chicago, right? I'm in the okay. suburbs of Chicago. Okay. I'm in a town called Brookfield, famous for its zoo. Nice. I have my own cage. I, I, I'm actually <laughs> flying to Chicago next week. He's not going to uh, tell you where he lives. Jim. I'm, don't I'm don't come on too I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to be in Northbrook, uh, Chicago, which is. I know where that yeah, is. So that, that's where I'm going to be. I'll be there for a couple of days. Uh, and then uh, I'm flying back on the, uh, on the 14th. So, uh, well, I, yeah. I, I tell you, you know, if you were saying about where I live, don't give away Google, um, earth, you, yeah. you know, there's Google maps, but you can click over and it becomes Google earth with yeah. photographs and street view. Um, yeah. so you go down the street and you can see what this, in any case, the street view version of my house, I'm on a corner. They drove past my backyard I'm in there standing at my grill. Uh-huh. <laughs> nice. I love it. I love it. I am in Google Earth yes. at my grill. As you should be. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like everybody's dream. It's every barbecuer's dream right, right. is to catch Google Earth while they're doing their best. Oh, you know man. what I mean? That's awesome. We should look at your house, James. Yeah. I bet somebody's peeing in a bush. Yeah, I'm yeah. probably, I'm probably <laughs> doing something stupid. Not yes. good. You're not... Yeah. Not, well, hey, as we're good. as we're recording this right now is the first NFL game of the season. That's yeah, right. I know. So um, <laughs> I often do um, a live broadcast myself on Thursday, just Facebook and YouTube. Last last Thursday of the month, and just today I sent that email out to my social media gal and said, "Let's move it to Wednesday. I want to watch football on right. Thursday. <laughs> I don't want to do nice. on Thursday." Well, I know, so we were going to talk about some uh, tailgating foods and everything, and I know I was on AmazingRibs.com today looking, and you have an article, or it's more like a, a list there of a whole bunch of different tailgating, all kinds of things. So I did a checklist because I go tailgating, mm-hmm. and I forget stuff, especially the older I get, I forget <laughs> stuff. And uh, so I just did a checklist so that every time we head for the game, out comes the checklist, and I can just start scratching off everything I need, piling it on the kitchen table and hauling it out to the car. And uh, so there is a really good checklist and it's been well-tested on amazingribs.com. Yeah. And then we have a whole bunch of recipes that we think will be fun. You know, it's there's two ways to approach it. You you, you really don't want to be doing things like ribs and brisket at, uh, right. at a tailgate. They take too long. Yeah. Um, 
so you know, so you can do that stuff in advance and just reheat it at the tailgate. And there's a lot of stuff you can do at home, like uh, you can make scrambled eggs in an omelet in a Ziploc bag. Yep. And just shake mm-hmm. it up and bring it to the game. And then if you've got a flat top or a griddle, just dump it out. You don't have to break eggs and schlep eggs to the game, which is always hazardous. Um, so you know, that's one approach. Do a lot of the work at home and just come down and heat it or warm it or finish it. Um, the other approach is to cook from scratch down there. And if you're going to cook from scratch, you got to pick stuff that's going to uh, cook fairly quickly. Yep. You were talking about hot dogs before. I have a favorite thing I love to do for football, both tailgating and couch gating is, you know, the, the old Aboriginal um, tribes used to have the, some of them had this belief that to strengthen yourself in battle against an enemy, you had to kill one and eat him. And that was devouring your enemy. Well, I mean, if you're going to play Cincinnati, then you got to eat a Cincinnati hot dog for the game. (laughs) Uh, If you're playing um, LA, you got to eat a Dodger dog. Yeah, if you're playing Seattle and Arizona, you got to eat a Sonora dog. Uh, Detroit, um, uh, uh, Coney, they call them in Detroit. Yeah, Coney's. Um, and, or a, a, a Nathan's Coney Island uh, dog in New York. So, you know, you put out a spread and you, 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 you eat your enemy. You, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Chicago dog. It's oh, funny yeah. how that works because – there's no such thing as a Chicago hamburger or a Cincinnati hamburger, yeah. but there's these regional styles of hot dogs and we, and we like them that way, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> what's the Texas style. Hot I, dog? Just I don't, yeah, yeah. What's the Dallas Cowboys? I don't, yeah. Think, yeah. Dude, yeah. I don't I think don't the Cowboys have a yeah. hot dog. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a fine like a sausage chili dog in yeah. Texas. And of course the uh, Texas hot guts, is uh, what you're famous for, which is a beef or beef and pork um, smoked sausage uh, that I've got a recipe for, but I got to tell you, it's my least, I don't, it's not there yet. (laughs) It's good. It's good. So I published it, but some of those, some of those um, hot, uh, hot guts I've had down there were just awesome stuff. That's awesome. Okay. That is awesome. heard of that. So, do so we we had some people all respond to us with yeah, their yeah we we put it out there like what are the yeah. what are the best game day tailgating uh, foods we put it out there on all of our social medias and we got a, a lot of responses well let's let's have them I, I think we got like do you have it John or do you want me to I I do I, have the list go for it yeah I think we got everything right they did there's a, a huge a huge list and I think number one almost everyone said was was wings wings like oh, wings yeah. yeah yeah. Wings or thing. I, 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 while you pull it, you already have it up? That's right. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, like, I, I was kind of blown away. I went to U of H Rice uh, college football um, uh, game, and Rice does not really tailgate. They wear sweaters and they fold them over their necks, and <laughs> they're very hoity toity, okay? Rice, uh, however, uh, I mean, I, I, they're smart U of H, kids. Yeah. Right? U of H, uh, I, I walked through the parking lot, and I was like, like, it was freaking amazing because we were at rice stadium dude they were like frying up like like a thousand wings i mean it was there was nobody from rice tailgating but everybody from u of h because we're all in the same cities two colleges in the same city where everybody was was uh fry- like took over yeah. Yeah. And, and so well, the guy i walk around the guy was like hey you want 20 wings i'm like who the hell asked anybody for 20 wings but <laughs> yes i'll have some sure i mean that well, was my first time watching I, I, people fried up I'm a gator 
Yeah. And um, uh, we are party to the world's greatest outdoor cocktail party, That's which right. is the Florida-Georgia game in Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, neutral territory, they call it. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, th th that is one massive tailgate and cocktail party. But I have some interesting thoughts on, on wings and chicken. Um, I mean, uh, now, uh, anybody in that audience there doesn't like fried chicken, raise your hand. Does not like fried chicken. Yeah, okay. Nobody's yeah, yeah. hand went up. Yeah, everybody loves fried chicken. Mm -hmm. um, but we don't make it very often because it stinks up the kitchen, sets off the smoke alarm, spatters all over the counter, and then you got to sleep on the couch that night. Um, <laughs> That's right. The way to do fried chicken, now stick with me in a second because it makes sense, is on your gas grill. You get a Dutch oven with high sides. All mm -hmm. you need is an inch or two of oil. Turn the, fl turn the flame on underneath the Dutch oven. Get it up to 375, 350. That's your, that's your sweet spot, 350, 375. Leave the other side off. So you've got two zones. And you can now fry on your gr gas grill. Mm. Yep. First, there's no risk of you knocking over a Dutch oven. Oh yeah, and if you and even if you do, you the worst that's going to happen is you're going to lose a five hundred dollar gas grill. Knock over a can, a pan of oil on your kitchen stove, and you lose that five hundred thousand dollar home. That's right. So, deep frying, Dutch oven, gas grill, fantastic. And when and you do it in batches because you can't get it all in that Dutch oven, and you don't want to fill it any higher than a couple of inches. And you pull it out, and you set it down on the indirect zone. When you close the lid, it's just staying warm over there and drip drying, and it goes right into the drip pan, the grease pan. Yep. Um, stays warm, stays crispy till you're all done. I mean, that's where you do your fried chicken. So if you're going to do wings, you got your choice now. You could grill them, which I love dearly, the flavor, but they're not quite as crispy as deep fry. And if you want to deep fry them, deep fry them on your gas grill. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can, I'm, we, can we please like, do that this year? Because we, we all get together on uh, yeah. for for Sundays, you know, NFL. We, we gotta fry some chicken now. Let's fry some we chicken. Never now. ever fry chicken. I I actually do fry chicken a lot. Uh, oh, just I just don't. Oh, don't go. super fry. unhealthy. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, no, I I actually do right. Or I I whatever. talk about doing yeah. It? I talk about yeah, it, yeah. but no, I I actually do. Uh, and I I I totally agree with you because I I stopped frying inside of my house. I, I don't really fry. I don't actually cook bacon in my house anymore. I cook bacon outside uh, really? because I just well, I don't. I do it indoors. I want that smell in every I, corner. I know. <laughs> I, eat, I mean, I love the smell, but it just, you know, it just, I don't know. I just started, for you, I started doing it, and it just, it's yeah. it, it's a habit now or whatever. But uh, but we've done the fried chicken outside, and I, I, I completely agree. Uh, but the smoked fried, have you tried that? Smoked fried Smoke wings. Smoke them and then fry them? Oh yeah, oh, no, yeah. so yeah, yeah. Smoking yeah. and fry them. It just, yeah. It's just a quick. It's a quick hitter. It's like maybe about a minute in in, in the fry. Pull them right out. It's crispy. It's smoky still, uh, and, and you still get that that same kind of. It's not. It's not as firm. You still get that same texture. I think is the word. Well, you don't have a crust on it. Yeah, but you have cr yeah. you you have crisp. That's it. Um, and that's fine with me. I mean, I I, I want to crunch the skin. Yep, mm -hmm. and the and the only reason to eat wings is for the skin. Yep, it's um, delicious. I mean, that's what we're there for. Um, <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah, the, the drumette and the the other uh, part are they got a little bit of meat and they're nice, but we want that skin. That's what mm -hmm. we want. Yeah, totally agree. And 
And so that's something we do a lot. Even with turkey, like we'll do whole turkey breast or, or even uh, whole chickens. Uh, but sometimes we'll we'll pull that skin off and we'll cook that skin separate. Holy moly, man! I remember that last. So yeah, good. that was so good last. So time. we've done we've done tacos out of the chicken skin. It's game changer. It's a whole different crisp. It's a whole different flavor. It's like a taco shell. It's we we should put that out there. Let's put it out there again. <laughs> it's it's amazing. It's good. He's he's pulling up on his website right now. He's yeah, probably got an article. Gonna show you. That. That, you know, <laughs> no, I, I actually I have something to show you. You can tell I'm I'm drifting off here, aren't I? <laughs> oh, that's great, man. Uh, uh, if I can do a she- screen share, I'd love to show you a uh, turkey breast. Go for um, it. Done that way. Um, let's see if I can do a screen share. Um, where is the button? There it is. Choose what to share with, uh, select a tab to share. No, Windows, ah, Windows, there we go. Can you see that turkey breast? Let's see here. Oh, hang on. One second. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Got yeah. It. there it is. There it is. Okay. That looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the photography, not the turkey <laughs> <laughs> okay. i do all my own photography that's amazing uh, so okay we haven't gotten into this yet but apparently you're going to be down at the uh the mbbqa teaching a, yes. a photography class i am I, I, this is pretty advanced stuff but this is we'll start with the food this is a uh, a, a smoked breast mm-hmm. and you can see the slices of the breast meat but those tans if you can see the tan stuff that's turkey skin i yeah. do it just like you say i take the turkey skin off and I grill it or fry it, and then I crumble it um, like um, uh, cracklings. Oh yeah, turkey cracklings. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, oops, they're they're mixed in here with some cranberries, which um, I have uh, simmered in port wine, so they're oh, they've plumped up a bit. I don't know. But it's a really nice recipe. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and the photography is is an interesting story. I don't know if you want to hear it, but uh, yeah, I, yep. I do all my own photography, and I'm really up my game for the new book that I'm working on. And that's what this is from. Yeah. It looks amazing. amazing. I I need that lesson because my photography of the food I cook is uh, pretty piss poor. Yeah. It's shitty. Well, (laughs) so (laughs) listen, I, I, that's what I love about the MBBQA is there's so much going on, but there's so many different events or classes to learn and Mm -hmm. and to network. And and I cannot wait to do this because this is something that I struggle with. and, And probably all of us struggle with is lighting and, and, and really trying to, to, to put the to make the picture speak for itself right that one picture it it really is uh, what is it a thousand words or a million words I mean well, it's it's there, amazing there are a couple cool. of very yeah. simple tricks um, first of all use um, a window light if you can or if you're outdoors outdoor light um, direct sunlight is terrible open shade is much better um, and um, uh, try to get your main light at somewhere between 10 o'clock and two o'clock. Mm-hmm. That is behind the subject, not behind you. Okay. Never use the flash on your camera. Um, always look for outside lighting, preferably coming from between 10 and two. And, uh, that's, uh, and, and, you know, use, use the latest cam, the uh, camera phone that you can get. Yep. Uh, these new camera phones, uh, that I, I use an iPhone. They're just brilliant. I mean, their capabilities are amazing. What I showed you a minute ago uh, depends an awful lot on some very specialized techniques, in, in, including um, 
my lighting system and also uh, Photoshop. But uh, you, you don't have to go that crazy to get really good stuff. My last book, uh, none of this. The, I don't. I didn't do any studio photography in my last book. I don't think. <laughs> you're like, well, <laughs> well, that, that's pretty awesome that you're actually photographing your 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 entire stuff uh, because I I didn't actually know that and I and I probably should have known that by just yeah, researching and whatever I, I else. I did my master's in yeah. photography, so it was really? wow. it was a natural. Did my undergraduate in journalism, my master's in photography. And uh, I've been cooking most of my adult life. So there you go. That's Meathead. Writer, <laughs> photographer, cook. Well, we waited long enough. What else is on that list there you got? Okay, I- I'm going to run through this list uh, instead of just going through everyone one by one. We're just going to run through the list. If anything yeah. pops off, yeah. just we'll get to it. We'll talk about it. Okay, so top 10 of what we, what we were suggested on our social media pages. So wings number one, pool pork sliders, queso, Buffalo chicken dip, atomic buffalo turds, jalapeno poppers, beer brats, burgers, ribs, pork belly burn ins. Well, I mean, your your things like pulled pork um, uh, sliders, you're going to do the pulled pork the night before, yeah, mm-hmm. or the day before. It's very forgiving uh, to reheat. To. Yeah, and you're just going to uh, you eat, probably you shouldn't shred it. Probably you should leave it as an entity and. Uh, and then, um, you know, put it in some sort of uh, enclosed pot or something and uh, simmer it just to get it uh, back to moistness. But um, steam it would be better. But, um, yeah, I'm, ribs, and you got to prepare in advance. Those are the classics. I like to do flank steak. Um, everybody likes eating steak. And, uh, you know, flank steak, if you cut it properly, makes great sandwiches, maybe a good crusty loaf. Um, and, uh, um, I, I, I bring like a $30 hi- hibachi. Doesn't even have a lid on it. Yeah. And, but it's charcoal and, uh, I can get a good hot. I drop the uh, grate right down on top of it. And, you know, flank steaks rarely more than an inch thick. Uh, and the way to cook it is hot and fast mm-hmm. and you get a great crust and uh, a medium rare center or a medium. And uh, it's pretty juicy. It's lots of flavor. It's a little chewy. But um, if you cut it right across the grain, about a quarter inch thick, makes great sandwich slices that that pull apart like a brisket would. And uh, I love to do that. And everybody feels it's kind of special. And it's quick and easy. And when I'm done, um, the, co- the charcoals go out. I don't have to worry about them. Uh, and I'm not going to worry about anybody coming along and stealing my grill. <laughs> no, right, right. What's 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 your go-to seasoning on on a, on a flank steak? Well, I was a salt and pepper guy and nothing else. And don't you know it's like ketchup on hot dogs? I didn't want to ever hear about it um, for many many years until about three or four years ago. We decided we would uh, come up with some rub recipes, and there they are, son of a gun, yep. right on my shoulder, and uh, see if we had any luck in selling our own rubs and sauce. And I did a, a red meat. Uh, rub uh, Meathead's Amazing Smoked Red Meat Seasoning and Dry Brine. Um, and it's on Amazon. Um, I, my wife won't let me cook a steak without it anymore. Um, she was a salt and pepper gal, <laughs> I too. Love it. Um, I love it. it. It's just got a whole bunch of really good, mm. tasty stuff in there that can take the heat if you hit it hard. And um, it, it's just worked. It's a great, great set of flavors. Otherwise, salt and pepper. Yeah, I mean, right. 
good beef doesn't need much. I mean, most meats don't. I mean, you know, fish, you're cooking fish, just get the hell out of the way, mm-hmm. you know? Just let it speak for itself. Yeah. 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 I cannot agree more. I We, we, we had a, I, I went to a buddy's house and they, they had made some, some, uh, like almost, it's fajitas or whatever, but they, they did it just on, on a, uh, a flat top grill or it was, I was like, a, like a discada and, and, and I, I was looking at the season. I was like, okay, what do we got to put on there? And it was just salt. It was the first thing they added to it. That was it. And I kept thinking to myself, like, well, obviously you're going to do, you're going to do something else to it. Right. And no, there wasn't. And it, it was, it was so good. It was so fresh tasting it's like I almost missed. I almost missed it because I'm so used to pouring all the seasoning on everything, right? And I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't need all of that. You know what I mean? It, they were amazing freaking tacos. So, salt, salt is the magic rock. Yeah, salt, mm-hmm. salt, salt is different than anything on your spice rack. First of all, it's just two little tiny atoms, sodium and chloride. Yeah. Um, uh, Sugar is 26 atoms or 23 atoms, depending on which kind of sugar. Garlic is even bigger still. Black pepper, forget about it. But salt is just two little tiny atoms. And when they get on the surface of the meat, they get wet. And they get electrically charged, ionic. And they can penetrate. They can go past that 16th of an inch. They can go all the way to the center. And they migrate down. It's not osmosis. It's diffusion. Everybody says osmosis, not osmosis. And it can get down into the center, and it can amplify flavor because what it does is it denatures the proteins. It mucks with their formations, and it, and they can hold more water because of the action of the salt. It doesn't pull water out. It pulls it out for a little bit, and then it goes back in, and that's when it sucks in the sodium and chloride. Mm-hmm. And I've got still pictures that show this on the website, a, a sequence, sweet, boom, boom, boom. You can see it. Salt goes on, water comes up, salt goes back. I mean, water goes back and there ain't no salt left. Yeah. Um, but salt does that. It amplifies flavor. It takes it and turns it up to 11 on the dial. And uh, it holds moisture. Um, and it doesn't alter flavor. You know, garlic and uh, pepper, they alter the flavor. That's but right. Salt just amplifies it. Um, so it's special. And there's nothing else on your spice rack that behaves like it. That's, That's why I right. love hearing from you because nobody explains the science of it better. I, I always learn something scientifically <laughs> about cooking meat. I'm a geek, man. <laughs> well, it, it, there's a lot of that in the book. Mm-hmm. If you've mm-hmm. seen the book, oh yeah, half is a science book. It, 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 you know, look at the, you know this is 2023. Um, we don't want to be told do step one and shut up. Do step two and shut up. I want to know well what happens if I switch brown sugar for the white sugar in step one. Um, why do I got to do step two? Uh, we we want to know why. And, uh, and that's what I've tried to do here in the book is explain the whys. There's a lot of uh, uh, science-y stuff. But I think I've written it plain English so you can understand it. Uh, because, I mean, we start with what is heat? Yeah. What is smoke? Um, uh, what is meat? Uh, what is vegetable and what are they and how do they respond to heat and how do they respond to smoke? Yeah. And, you know, we try to d- dispel some myths. Um, I, uh, I worked on it. Uh, there's a little, there, there's a small byline underneath mine um, of uh, professor Greg Blonder of uh, Boston university. And he's our science advisor. 
and uh, he explains stuff to me frequently and <laughs> helps me explain to you guys. Um, but uh, we've had some fun doing some fun experiments. Uh, he was the first to explain what happens during the stall. Um, you, know, you guys are familiar with it. And presumably your audience knows about it. If they oh, yeah. don't, the stall is what happens when you're cooking a big hunk of meat, like uh, uh, a pork butt or a brisket at a relatively low temperature. Um, uh, and uh, it, it, it stops cooking at a certain time. All right, guys, I got to ask you. Is this pre-recorded or live? No, we're pre-recorded. We're pre-recorded. Good. Can you edit? Because that's my wife calling. One hundred percent. We, yeah, we, we got pause. you, brother. We got you. I don't know what, what is, is that? atomic buffalo turd. Do, do you know this? Isn't that of a course. that's a is I, that a Greg Rampy thing? I, I'm no, not familiar no, with this. They've been around for a hundred years. I got the okay. recipe on my website. Yeah. Um, there it is. It, it, it it's you know. Uh, it's a song. Ground, it's ground a, meat and bacon yeah, and hot yeah. stuff, and uh, you go look up the recipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah It's yeah, been around yeah. for a hundred years. Okay, well, we're gonna make some this weekend. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah, fun! So, Everybody yeah. loves them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. kind of a sausagey thing. You gotta find a buffalo. That's all. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. I love it. It's so stupid, John. So, <laughs> so, so, so you're working on your second book right now. Uh, how? What? What's this process look like uh, for you? Like, no, I, it's, 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 is it's, it? Is it grueling? Is it something you yeah. can't let go? It's yeah. like it's a passion. Uh, well, it's yeah. both. It's uh, I, I, I was a you know journalism major, so I like to write, and I've written you know extensively. My book and the website. There's hundreds of articles on the website I've written, sure. but um, writing a book is a big job because you know an article might be five hundred to a thousand words. A book's got to be one hundred and twenty to one hundred and fifty thousand words, and. Uh, and if it's got recipes in it, you should probably have a minimum of a hundred, and uh, you got to test them. You got to test the hell out of them. You got to test them on charcoal, on gas, on pellets, um, and then uh, you got to photograph them or hire a photographer to do the photograph, which means you got to test the recipes and then you got to cook it for photography, and uh, uh, you know. Uh, and I write because I write this sciencey stuff. Uh, I've got to be accurate. I've got to really, I have a, you know, what we call first readers. The first readers are the first people who look at the manuscript and tell you, well, you got that wrong, son. Um, and yeah, I hear that. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, you know, so it's just, it's a lot of damn work. And that doesn't count the proposal for the book and the agent and working with the agent and then finding the publisher and refining the proposal and the contract and deadlines and advances and payments and all that whole process. It's an industry and it's a lot of work. And, uh, uh, I mean, I admire guys like Stephen Reichland who've written what a hundred books. No, yeah. no, 15 or so. I mean, that's, that's yeoman's work. Um, so. Yeah, I I yeah. cannot agree more. I you know I think everybody has this, uh, and maybe maybe I'm I'm saying this because maybe I have or whatever, uh, but I think everybody has this this need to get words on paper, right? To get their thoughts on paper. To uh, and and I've struggled with this through my life a little bit, and and I've written you know ten fifteen pages or something, uh, maybe up to almost thirty five pages of something, but. Uh, it's always, it, 
there are always thoughts, right? It's it's hard to put everything together, and I've always struggled with really just trying to formulate the the, the plan and and the execution of of trying to really just put together a, a short, you know, a, a short book or short something that's whatever. I've always struggled with it, and I, it's an art. Uh, and I think when you have the words in your head and you have that that literary mm-hmm. way of just putting things out there, uh, I think it's awesome, right? And I think it's a I think it's 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 a masterpiece. Everything I read right now is, and it's not a masterpiece, but it's 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 somebody else's thought, somebody else's word, somebody else's narrative. Um, I don't know. I, I I'm I'm intrigued by it all the time. Uh, and, and coming from a person that couldn't can't do it, right? So if you can't do it, I talk about it, right? I talk about this. I'm on a podcast. Uh, but I hey, listen. I, I I'm a huge fan of this uh, and, and, and 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 end of you. Um, and I think it's, I think it's pretty freaking awesome to be honest with you, man. Well, it, 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 you know, if you know how to go about it, um, it, it isn't all that hard. I mean, you, from my books, I start with an outline. Yeah. Well, what, what is it I want? What is it I want to cover? Is there a pervasive theme? Um, the, this next book is called the meathead method. And the pervasive theme is I'm going to explain a lot of the methodology that I use. We talked about a few of them today. Yep. Um, frying on the grill, um, uh, putting a drip pan under uh, poultry, and uh, frying uh, potatoes and stuff underneath that, uh, or making gravy down there. I do that with my turkeys. So, you know, we're talking about technique a lot, methods, the meathead method. That's the major direction of this book. Um, so I start listening, you know. Um, I have a section on Koji. I have a section on MSG yeah. um, uh, and how to use them and uh, what they taste like and stuff. So it's, you just, you know, and now you got to write, now you got to fill in the gaps. Yeah. So you've got everything outlined and, now, and then you got to shuffle everything around. Now this goes over here and this goes down here and cut and paste and it's a lot of cut and paste. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I was not, I was not in any cut and paste. My, I was trying to formulate thoughts that it would, it would just go through. Right. And, and I, I did a rough outline, but I, I'm just saying like, it, it was very difficult to keep the flow. And I, 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 it got myself completely just out of whack, I think. Uh, and, <laughs> and, the, and the thoughts were so jumbled that sometimes like in, in, in my head, I had it right. But once I put it on paper and I read back through it, I was like, this, this is, two, I'm talking about three different things. Well, that's because oh. you didn't start with an outline. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I thought I had an exactly. outline, I, you know, but you're right. You're right. Uh, they're saying, actually, there's yeah. books on how to write a book. Yeah, right? yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I need to read one for dummies. How to write a book right. for dummies. Right. <laughs> it probably is how to write a book for dummies. I'll bet yeah. you anything. Yeah, there, there is. There is. <laughs> there, there is. I'll tell you right now, there is. I already looked that's at right. it. You guys are having this whole bullshit session, <laughs> yeah. and none of you have the computer in front of you. I've never seen this or heard this. Yeah, heard we this. don't. Yeah. We don't want it. We, we we don't want the distraction. We have the cell right? phones. <laughs> we we could we we could look it up. We, yeah. we could whatever. But th- at the same time, whether we're right or wrong. It's uh, it's it's what is it? Uh, the box, right? Schrodinger's box. Right. It's like it's neither right or wrong right now. We haven't opened the lid yet, so <laughs> it's all about the conversation. Yeah. Let yeah, us right. know if we're wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love that. Plus, we got Raul. Uh, Raul, he's he he uh, fact checks us. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's over there making sure. Yeah. We, so we we he does, <laughs> is your mic on yet? No, he's he's, he's, he's oh, not mic'd okay, in yet. Okay, so his next time he's on, his mic will, will be on. 
because uh, he's he doesn't think he, he's going to be on the podcast because he's producing it over here, but he's definitely going to be on the podcast. <laughs> so when do you expect this uh, this next book to be out available to the public? Um, it's uh, on schedule for spring twenty five. Okay. Uh, my deadline is March twenty four, and it takes a whole year to get through the editing, layout, design, printing, mm. shipping. Well, they got they got to earn their money. Right, that's, that's what you're talking. Oh, yeah. yeah, and I'm sure nothing's going to happen that'll ever delay that. So, yeah. Yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I've been promising this, but I first promised it in twenty one, <laughs> and then I pushed it back twenty two, twenty three, twenty four. This is the final pushback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually hey. finished it. I actually finished it in spring, but it was too big. It was enough for two books. Mm. And I went to the publisher and I said, hey, how'd you like a two-book set? That's never been done. And they <laughs> said, nah, marketing says no. We, we don't think we can sell anything that expensive. So now we put it back a year so I can cut it down to one book. And we'll see what happens with all the stuff I cut out. My guess is is there'll be another book someday. 2026. There awesome. it is. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. That's awesome. God help me. That's very cool. Yeah. Hey, listen, he's helping you already. What are you talking about? Yeah. Cheers. Hey, so you did say you're drinking wine. Is that true? Yeah, I've got um, inexpensive German Riesling. Hey. I, I, I was a wino before I became a barbecue guy. I mean, officially a barbecue guy. Yeah. Well, I, I just want to give a big shout out real quick, and I want to say big cheers uh, to you. So we're all going to hold our, hold our beers in the hand right here. Give me a big old, mm. Hey, cheers. Uh, I appreciate the fact that you have come on, uh, that you've said yes to us twice delinquents Why over I here. I, listen, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. There, there may be I a third no around the corner. Yeah, yeah, so hey, how'd you like to get to have a bull session and a few drinks? Uh, we'll uh you're like, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't All right, so hey, yeah. hey, Meathead, if, if folks do want to go ahead and go buy the first book, they, I think everyone has already bought this book. I, I know I have, have it. it. Yep. Or if they want to get your seasonings or your sauces or anything, where do they find it at? How kind of you to ask. Um, the book is called Meathead, The Science of Great Barbecue and Grilling is a subtitle. It was in every bookstore, but it came out in 2016, so it may not be in every bookstore now, but it should be in a lot of bookstores. Um, it's, it has sold 250,000 copies. 1%. Most cookbooks are lucky to do 10 to 20. Um, so it's one of the best, it's, I believe second only in, 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 in popularity, um, Stephen Reichlin's barbecue Bible. So I think it's the second most popular, of course, barbecue Bible has been on the market 20 years and mine's only been on the market. For oh, you're going to pass yeah, it. That's right. Hey, yeah, you're going to pass it. chance. If you, the, uh, if you do that. And then uh, we have three rubs and a sauce yep. and they're really good. I worked hard on them. I'm really proud of them. And they're on Amazon. Yep. Okay. Um, Slow and Sear, the, the uh, grill company has them about a couple of websites that sell rubs and sauces, carry them. Um, uh, Old World Spices sells them. But um, they're on Amazon too, okay. and uh, we—I don't sell them. I mean, anything other than that, uh, and we don't even sell them. Actually, they go direct from the manufacturer to a company that puts them on Amazon. Yeah. Um, uh, then the book is sold by Amazon. I don't want to be in the retail business. Yeah. Plus, we review products and services, so I can't—I can't compete with you know. I'm not going to make a grill or something. Right. Right. Not right. yet. You say that. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I mean, it would ruin our credibility as a reviewer. Uh, that's right, true. Right. That's true. Okay. I, I can see that. I mean, we don't take any guest posts. 
I get every day, three or four. How would you like me to write an article for you on uh, gardening or <laughs> on brisket? Uh, no, yeah. we, we, we can handle it. Yeah. But, um, so we don't do that. And usually when they get those requests, it's from a guy who wants to plug his website or his right. company. Um, and then, uh, uh, you know, we don't take junkets. People offer me a free trip to come to Macon, Georgia, and see them making grills. I, I say no thanks. Um, so we're you know we we try to keep ourselves square. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in your position, and listen, and I, I know that we're cutting cutting it close here, or whatever else. But I will say, in your position, I, that's that's respect, because a lot of people out there would not do that, and well, they it's they just would a change of times, man. Yeah. I'm an old school journalism school graduate. I That's went right. to J school and in, in my day, that was the rule. You could not have a, con- I mean, you, the paper would fire you instantly. Um, I, you know, I was in the, I used to be the wine critic of the Washington post and the Chicago tribune and co- wine companies in Europe would invite me, uh, come on over, see our vineyards. Uh, you can fly on our Learjet can't couldn't do that so we can't still do it. i play, still play by the old rules yeah. nowadays everybody is a spokesmodel or a, a spokesperson brought to you by yeah, yeah. um right. you know uh, that's when you don't trust it you know so we you, you know you just uh we, i just haven't i'm not of this generation yeah that's respect i'm, I'm an yeah. old war horse much respect for that that's awesome well, Mihad, we appreciate you coming out, and we're definitely going to have to do this again. I'm uh, at your service. Yep. We're going to put all the links down below for the listeners. If you want to find any of his stuff, it's going to be just, – just scroll down. You're going to see it. Just scroll down. You're going to see all the stuff for Mihad. Yeah. Hey, hey, honestly – Or just Google it. If, if you're not showing like, – <laughs> I, I want to see how many of our listeners have one of his books. You know what I mean? Or or have a seasoning. Like, sh- show your love a little bit because cause I, I, know, I know we're all out there, and uh, we're all fans. Uh, so – yeah. Yeah. Well, the seasoning and rubs, they're only like three years old, and we haven't really done much to push them. You know, uh, every barbecue store in America has great seasonings and rubs, and uh, every competition team. Um, so I don't expect many people have uh, ex- even seen them. But uh, the book, I wouldn't be surprised if a large percentage of your audience yep. has it. 100%. I've got one on my nightstand. I'm not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That'll put you to sleep. <laughs> Every night I have my wife read it to me. It's fantastic. Science. <laughs> so like most barbecue chefs, you can't you can't read. Right, exactly. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. It. Yeah. Exactly. I it got the, it's was, the audio book. Yeah. I just look at the pictures. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey, hey, we we appreciate it. Uh, we thank wish you, you the thank best. You. Yeah. And uh, looking forward guys. to uh, the next time. I wish I could be there around the table. Uh, and, uh, you know, let me know when you want to continue the conversion. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm easy. Well, Although yeah, 8 o'clock yeah. Central Time is right around my bedtime now. Okay. We'll, we'll hey, make it earlier. That's mine time. too. We're going to see you in <laughs> San Antonio. Game on in the other room. I'll see you guys. Let's yeah. go. Appreciate Cheers. It, Appreciate it, right. <laughs> oh, my God. Fantastic. Hey, can we not stop the table and just do a big cheers real quick? We just che- cheers. We just like, cheers. How Again, drunk are you? Hey, just cheers. Listen, hey guys, we just had yeah, me to head okay. on. Yeah, uh, it was an amazing, it's an amazing rib. Hey, he's one, of the, he's one of the guys, right? He's one of the. He's one of the guys. Hold on, hold on. You just yeah. cheers to us. You didn't take a sip. You yeah. put it down. Mm-hmm. That that's bad luck. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Got to take okay. two sips now. <laughs> <laughs>
When you think you. about like the founding fathers oh, of barbecue, do it, the dozen guys, I'll whatever, he's up there, it. right? He's, he's, one up the, there. he's one of the dudes. Yeah. yeah. I actually got a text from somebody at work. And they were like, I know you're doing the podcast tonight. Just drink a beer for me. And I was like, oh, nice. you got it. I'm you know one I for Everybody at yes, you. Yeah. I got yeah. 40, 40 people to drink for. Did you explain that you don't really drink? <laughs> no, I, I just said I'm not a big drinker. Uh-huh. I'm not yeah. a big drinker, guys. This is what it is. It's kind of it's kind of hard to get a, a word in when when obviously we're trying to do the interview and and you're not trying to. I'm not saying geeking out or whatever, but I, I do remember a time uh, uh, early on, probably like the 2000s, and trying yeah. to search barbecue related products mm-hmm. and tips and tricks on how to do brisket, how to do ribs. Yeah. Um. In amazingribs.com he was, was the, one of the the websites that popped up that I that I visited a lot and, and and i honestly i learned a lot of stuff early on in my barbecue career so so you got me on it correct you're yeah. the one that got me on the website yeah i mean yeah. The, the, when he mentioned the the steak thing that was one of the articles that i read talking about steaks and, and salting them and they go through this whole scientific process to show you okay uh salting them how long do you leave it on then you show the process of Okay, now it's starting to pull up. It's pulling a little moisture, and all of a sudden, boom! It goes back down again. The moisture goes back in the steak, it's and not the salt's myosis. gone. Yeah, yeah. No. What diffusion? Say, what do you say? Diffusion. Yeah, diffusion. Diffusion. Not osmosis. Did osmosis. Did you say myosis? My, my, mitosis. I think it's a great time for commercial break. <laughs> you know, smoking meats isn't just cooking. It's an art form. The aroma, those deep flavors, the patience—it's a whole experience. And behind every great artist, there's the right set of tools. If you're aiming to build your own barbecue pit or dreaming of a custom design tailored just for you, SmokerBuilder.com has your back. Led by Frank Cox, their expertise is unmatched. Offering blueprints, kits, and insights, they turn every barbecue dream into a flavorful reality. Imagine your backyard, the center of attention, and at the heart of it, a smoker that's uniquely yours. It's more than just equipment. It's about crafting those unforgettable moments and with the guidance of Frank and his team, you're setting the stage for magic. So whether you're a seasoned pit master or taking your first steps into the smoky world, head over to smokerbuilder.com, fill up your carts, and be sure to use the promo code GRABTHEBRISKET in all caps to receive your 10% discount. Smoke on. Threw down some ribs last night. Used the Chicks That Smoke Spicy Rub. Mind blown. Dude, that, that's what I'm saying. Like the Chicks That Smoke Spicy Barbecue All-Purpose Rub. Dude, it, it is a game changer for sure. Yeah, if you folks have not given it a shot, you need to. Honestly, your barbecue will thank you. Chicks that smoke, sucklebusters.com. Bro, you know that new dowel strong knife I just got? The ridiculously sharp one that I almost cut myself on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. But seriously, it made such a difference in my grilling. Every cut is so clean and precise. And it's true what they say, a sharp knife is actually a safer knife. That's accurate. And if our listeners want a new badass knife, they need to go check out dowel strong. We got a discount link below, right in our podcast description, and just be careful, they are sharp. Dow Strong, a cut above the rest. Hey, this is Russ. This is Kyle. This is Michelle. From the Infectious Groove Podcast. Join us every Monday for the most fun you can have with a music podcast. The Infectious Groove Podcast uses a positive and fun approach as we take time every week to share our jammy jams, then dig into a thought-provoking topic discussing all decades and genres of music. You can find the Infectious Groove Podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can head to infectiousgroovepodcast.com to find us there and subscribe. We might have a controversial opinion here or there, but we always have fun with it. Oh, I'm sure I'll say something dumb. Subscribe to the Infectious Groove Podcast, part of the Odd Pods Media Network. 
Hey guys, Frank Cox here from smokerbuilder.com and I'm back with another edition of Frank Knows What's Wrong With It. So in the last edition of this uh, segment, we talked about my food is too smoky. And this is, this is usually a complaint that you're gonna get from someone that you're serving barbecue to that really doesn't have any barbecue experience really. And so they're looking for something that's really clean tasting, right? So what we're gonna talk about this time, last time it was, it was focusing on offsets, this time we're gonna talk about like drum smokers and vertical like charcoal smokers. What happens is, especially in a drum smoker, we're burning much less air and we have to have a much cleaner type of fuel that is mostly already combusted. For instance, charcoal. The way they make charcoal is, is they heat this stuff up until all of the moisture, most of the resins and all of that stuff is, is gone from the, from the lump, the charcoal. And so it just is like this black carbon stuff if you're not familiar with it so because all of that work is already done now we can just go straight into burning that charcoal and it's going to have a much higher btu content which is beneficial in a drum smoker because we want to get a really long burn out of that so drum smokers such as the ones we make like the super 55 typically are best when they're loaded with lump charcoal and you light the very top layer of that charcoal and it burns downward like a fuse this is gonna accomplish a couple of things. Not only is it gonna give you a really long burn, and but it's also gonna give you a very clean tasting burn, uh, not sooty, not that charcoal grilled sooty taste. The reason that it is good at preventing that is because the layer, the top layer of that charcoal basket is all on fire. So as the new charcoal lights going down, all of that smoke, that white smoldering starting smoke has to pass through that top layer of lit charcoal, which does this thing called a reburn. Now that's really beneficial in this situation where people get into trouble, even if they're type, top lighting and using lump charcoal, is if they use wood in this situation. You can burn wood in a charcoal, uh, a charcoal fueled smoker, but you have to be really careful of what kind of wood you're using, how much of it you're using, and how you put it in the charcoal bed. In this case, in a drum smoker, I recommend pieces of wood that are the shape of your finger, typically broom handle size or smaller in diameter and less than 10 inches long. And I'm gonna place those pieces vertically in the charcoal bed. So in other words, the charcoal basket's typically about nine inches deep or so is most standard charcoal baskets. And we're gonna stick that down in there vertically to where as this wood is, is burning along with the charcoal, it, the smoldering wood has to pass through that lit bed of charcoal and it's gonna reburn it and give it a more complete combustion. So that works best in other smokers too that burn charcoal. You might get into one that you're putting big chunks in. The big chunks of wood are usually a bad idea because you have to, if you've got a massive coal bed, like a big sheet tray in a vertical reverse flow or a deep basket of some kind that you wanna get hours of burn time out of, you, you can't just lay a chunk up on top of it because that whole chunk of wood has to light on fire before the charcoal below it can light on fire. So anyway, my advice would be to make sure you don't soak your wood, make sure your wood has low moisture content, and then put it in strategically to where it's not too much surface area of wood on fire too early in the cook. Anyway, appreciate it. Send your questions in, and I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Have a great day. So if you have questions for our buddy Frank Cox, send them in. He's going to answer all your questions about 
barbecue anything. Like he knows all about all the barbecue smoke. Not even barbecue. Barbecue. Anything. You can literally ask him anything. It's true. Just yeah. please well, send in something. Yeah. Why are we here? No, no, no. <laughs> what let's is the keep meaning? It, no, let's keep it uh, barbecue pit smoking related, right? Not chain <laughs> smoking cigarettes, right? We don't want to have those questions. I want to hear all the questions. No. But yeah, yeah, is please. Is the earth flat or is it No, round? we're not. We don't want earth <laughs> flat. Can we get past what, the ice what, wall? That's oh, what I want to No, there. there's nobody can get past the ice wall. You didn't wall. ask him yet. What, what, what we're looking for, right, and, and which we just went through is just, hey, any problems you're having right. with your barbecue smokers, anything going on. Why isn't it flowing right? That's right. Ask Why is my right. smoke dirty? Right. Why that's is it. my bacon getting crispy but my shrimp is still undercooked? Right. That's right. Yeah. Why that's that's actually a good that's actually a good one right there. Yeah. Why that's, does my I'm wife surprised. love nope. Rick's brisket over mine? <laughs> Nobody <laughs> loves Rick. Rick. What am I doing wrong? Say brick or Rick? Rick. Rick. I think you said brick. Rick uh-huh. the brick. Yeah. Anyways, okay. That's Ew. yeah. So sending your questions. Yeah. Uh four three four eight two nine two two nine nine. There it is. I remembered it. You remembered it. Yeah. So four three four eight two nine two two nine nine nine. Or send us an email, info at grabbingabrisket.com. Or hit us up on the website, grabtherisket.com. Um, hey, but we're, 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 okay. just go to the website. Just quit messing around and please come to the website, grabtherisket.com or grab them in the brisket.com. But you go know. to the freaking website. That's where it is. That's where the magic happens. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of magic, it's time for the hot off the grill barbecue news. No, you don't have to do that. Yeah, it's so weird. I like we to do, do that. I like time. to do it. I know. Okay. <laughs> we, 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 we always say you don't have to. After somebody does some yeah. shit like that. Right, right, right. Yeah. So uh, just to recap, they're still doing the Rebs of Honor. Uh, you can still sign up for the MBBQA conference. MBBQA, we just mentioned this with me, had they, well, we sort of did. They just announced their classes lineup. So all the different classes, like he mentioned, I mentioned, he's going to be teaching a photography, photography, food photography class. There's a whole list of other classes. I didn't even get to go through them all yet, uh, but they look freaking awesome. I'm going to meet heads. I need it. Yeah, we're gonna have to spread out. We're gonna I, have to I, divide I need, and I need conquer. That one, though. Yeah. Then, then you do that. I'll do a different one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're gonna have to you split up. Like, yeah, yeah. You could two, maybe need, you two should go. The to two that of one. us. I just in this need podcast, you to need listen. Oh, else. definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. I'll go. I, I want to go. <laughs> Anyways, I'm so, so that's going on. Hopefully, there's a pool. No, there's no pool, dude. What are you talking about? I tried to make this awkward. It's a vacation. No, it's not a vacation. It's a workstation, bro. Anyways, so head over to the MVPQA.com, get signed up for the conference, and then check it out. Figure out which classes you're going to take because there's a lot of good ones. Uh, The other thing that Kel was pretty excited about, and I didn't realize it, I guess guess we've talked about this a lot, uh, Texas barbecue classes, I guess, are just blowing up. Like he's seeing them everywhere. He said, "Go to go to Google, type in Texas barbecue class, and you'll find one. They have big ones, they have little ones, they have custom ones. You can do for just you and your friends." And we've mentioned a lot of them already from people that we've had on the show that are doing these classes: the Phil Breedens and the Bill Purvises and yeah. uh, the Myra Mix. It's like everybody has a class That's at not this Texas. point. And I'm just Myra saying, Mix everybody is not has Texas, bro. Oh, everybody has a barbecue class at okay. this point. Uh, uh, maybe maybe we can throw some links down below where you guys want to try to find one to sign up for, but I guess that's huge right now, the barbecue classes. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, it's been huge. But well, I it, guess it's huge. Or you don't argue yeah. with Kel? You argue with Kel. No, no, I, I think it's Kel's, been... No, I, I really Kel, like Kel, and I don't understand no, why you're coming out like of my Kel, Listen, I don't, What is your I don't, problem? You're painting a narrative, and I never said anything about Kel. You're, you're saying, I said they've been huge. They're but, huger but, but, now. But they're getting more and more huger? popular. Huger, and everybody, huger. everybody is putting on their own show. You know what the question is? Which show do you go to? Who do you pick from? And that's what I'm saying. We, we Maybe we can come together with a list. Maybe we can put it on our website, grabthebrisket.com, a list of classes that we would recommend because 
or Jan. Some badass. We do yeah. our own show. <laughs> now we're one more person that, has a show. You know what? That was actually that welcome was, to the show. If, if you want me to read the text, he said maybe you guys should host a few classes. Betting you'd have a packed house. Uh, so he actually did say that we should do our own little classes or whatever. But mm. um, if, okay, I'm not, I will sign on to a show, and I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I would sign on to doing one of these, but I will tell you right now, I will only do one a year. And when it is, we're not going. It's not going to be some some bullshit eight-hour course where you go and sit and watch somebody talk about whatever, we're going to put your ass through the fucking gauntlet, and you're going you're gonna to be, hey. We will kick you hey, out of the class. You, you have, After you paid, if you, you don't, are not off the snow. We're okay? going you, to run you through how to do it and whatever else, but then we're going to run the whole thing as a competition, and you're going to get your first taste of a competition at. Our own master chef. That's right. And listen. Uh, you only, you're going to have to sign a fucking waiver. That's right. You might yeah. fucking bleed. Uh, you might burn yourourself. I don't even know what's happening, okay. but. Dude, I think that would be epic, by the is way. That the end it of does sound fun. That's what I got for the barbecue. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Hot off the grill barbecue news. There it is. Uh, yeah, brought to you by the okay. MBBQA Way Barbecue go, News Matt. Magazine. I uh, hope we see you at the MBBQA conference. Okay. And and as I always say, this is not the perfect segment. No. Segway? Segway? Nope. I, I say it on purpose because that's okay. the way I've been yeah. saying it now. Uh, to go into the Grab and Risk It Beer Review. Beer review. You didn't do that right. That was wrong. Wait, wait, what just happened? And now y'all own that motherfucker. So, okay, great. Mm. Sign us up. All right. Mm. What we got? I think uh, Matt found something for us. I mentioned I had traveled through Fredericksburg, Wimberley, Blanco, and I stopped in Austin to visit some friends. (laughs) This is the funniest looking can I've ever seen. I went to the St. Elmo Brewing Company. It just says Carl. (laughs) It's all their beers just had a name like that. It was like Carl's name. Carl. So it's, it's the Carl Kolch. There it is. Kolch? Kolch. Kolch. Okay. I think this is what our buddies over there at, uh, from the middle was just talking about. He was over it in um, somewhere in Europe where this is Kolch is like the thing. Kolch, yeah. Kolch, and, uh, yeah. So this is a 4.6% alcohol by volume. Uh, the can is very just. It's very just red, white, yeah, blue. It is. This thing has zero smell to it. Yeah, it's, it's, this is just like a very drinkable beer. Hmm. I literally smell nothing. I smell a little like skunkiness. Ooh, yeah. Let me see. Yeah. Shouldn't be. Let's try it. Okay. Oh, that's you get that good. you get that yeah. cold bite to that's it. That's good. That, that yeah. back end. Yeah. At, at that's first, great. The first step I was like, oh there might be a skunkiness, but no, that's it was, that's, yeah. that's no I, I I tasted it. It's not skunky at all. No. It's yeah, it's good to drink. James is like it's gunky. <laughs> Anyways, listen. Okay, this yeah, beer. What you think? I don't want to go first. It's like no, it is like a little bit skunky on the front of your tongue, but it when is it gets skunky. to the back, it's like right. It's I think good. I think Kolsch's are kind of just like I that. I don't think yeah. so, man. I, I, don't I think know. this is not a good beer. Okay. Uh, yeah. What is wrong with you? You're all over the place. For me, it has that that Miller Light Pilsner flavor. It. Yeah, this well, was the lightest beer they had at the brewery. Yeah, it's not we, bad. We I need mean, a, it's we, good. We need a wee heavier one. Then, well, I think. Um, so if I had to judge this beer on a scale from one to ten, which basically right now I do, that's literally uh, what we do every time we right, do beer. So exactly gonna I, I'm going to go with a. Hmm. Okay, is this the place with the rhinos? No, that was a winery. Okay, yeah, it's a six four. Six four. It's a six four. Okay. It's a six four beer. It's a good beer. It's pretty middle of the road. It, but that's where I'm at. It's a middle of the road beer. There's 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 there's, there's there's some stuff driving it down right now that I just don't care for. 
Yeah. And I drink, I'll say too, very I, small brewery. I could drink this 10 of them. a small little brewery. Listen, I could drink 10 of these and yeah. I'd feel phenomenal. But I mean, the, mm. the alcohol by volume 4.6, it's got to go up. Like you're, you're creating a very neutral, very like low alcohol beer. Great. Then your, your freaking flavor needs to taste better than this. Mm. You know, I, in my opinion, I like uh, this. I like no, this it's, it's it's not a bad tra- it's not a bad tasting beer. I'm just saying you need something, right? And in, in a world where we have like a million different beers getting created every single day, set yourself apart a little bit, raise the alcohol volume, also uh, take care of the uh, skunkiness. There it is. <laughs> I love this can. Yeah. It's still it's, I could drink ten of these. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying I couldn't. I just don't want to. Maybe they got like a TED or something like that. That's like eight percent. <laughs> alcohol by volume. Well, they had, or, they or, had <laughs> sours. Okay, well, Frank, let me ask you this. Yeah, what do you got? What name would it be if it was the high alcohol? No, this is a Carl for would sure. Would it be the Jan? No, it would be the no. Bar- Bartholomew. Bar- <laughs> no. Be the Rick. Yeah, the Rick. The Rick's <laughs> always got a lot of alcohol yeah, in him. The Rick's the alcohol-free one. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. the Rick's got alcohol. No. I'll go next. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, go it's it. very drinkable, very crisp. Um, I'm giving this a 7.4. I, I like this beer. I liked it. It does have that little bit of a skunkiness. Are you only kind of like it? Are you only I giving it like that, that because you brought it? No. And I, I, are you being biased? No. We'll see in a second. James, go next. Uh, Seven point one. Pretty close to my score, Jim. <laughs> I didn't ask for anything from you. <laughs> no, no context. No either. other context. Seven point one. John, this thing does have a weird little skunkiness to it, but I dig it. I, yeah, I, I know, something I like about it, it. I like it. It's not yeah. like over the top. Like what the hell's wrong with this? It's Give like score. Skunky and then good. I'm going yeah. seven eight. I like this a lot. Seven eight. I would Ooh. drink the shit out of this. This is not a seven eight beer. For you? No. For you? No. For Jan you? Jan just doesn't understand what a Kolsch tastes right. like. Right. Yeah. He can't appreciate okay. it. You need another Coors Light. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Here's to you guys. In the grabbing the brisket beer review. See how we did that better, James? Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Cheers, mm-hmm. guys. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm I'm trying to. Bite my tongue from saying slide into, Mm-mm. but uh, we're gonna mosey on in. No, nope. you don't have to say anything. <laughs> head on it. over. Hey, you actually don't have to head anywhere or mosey in anything. You just got to say it. We're just gonna wander no, right on you in. You don't have to just trot into yeah. the old. The, f- the people nope. are already listening. There's no trotting. So just, just go get, into you just it. Gotta, just gotta go. I don't. Know. Why is this a hard thing for y'all? This is a five-hour podcast we're on. We're, we owe money at the end of this damn thing, guys. <laughs> this is this is freaking weird, right? We have a. Barbecue win slash fail. Let's go. We don't know which one it Let's is go. yet. <clears throat> I think I do. This one was submitted on Instagram, which, yep. by the way, when you want to submit these, you can email us. You can leave a voicemail. Yep. You can leave a random comment on anything that we post. John, what's and the we number? Will grab it. 434-829-2299. Guys, call that number if you want to dial in. If you want to go to Instagram, you want to go to Twitter, if you want to go to, I don't know, Facebook or, or whatever you want to go to, go to our website yeah. and post it from there. Our exactly. website has every link that That's you can true. go to, com. The voicemails do go to the top, though, just so you know. They do. Yeah, but they're they're better. John hand-selected this one, so I'm assuming it means it's going to be really, really great. Yeah. I don't fail. know. It's, yeah. Yeah, he probably I, did. I, I just, yeah. yeah, his one that I found. This is from Dog Dad Barbecue underscore JKU. JKU. Last Labor Day, I was cooking jalapeno poppers in a vertical smoker. The pan ran out of after. What? Help me out there. No. The because pan ran I had, out of water. Okay. He probably must have meant water. Mm-hmm. The pan ran out of water because I had cooked something else prior to the propers, and the grease from the bacon ended up starting a fire, and mm-hmm. I had to get the fire extinguisher to put it out. 
the fire destroyed the cheap smoker, so I had to toss it after that. I'm still more upset about losing the jalapeno poppers than I was cooking more than anything. As you should. Listen, yeah. as you should. First of all, what kind of smoker was I'm, I'm guessing it was a char grill. Or like one of those diamond gloves. He said vertical, right? Did he say vertical? Yeah. So what what would be a cheap vertical smoker? Charbroil. Diamond glow. He got this thing at Walmart. You know what I mean? Probably, yeah, it's probably a propane with a little wood chips. I want to know what he's cooking on now. He corrected. He said the pan ran out of water. He corrected it. Dude, and you know that people are just sitting waiting for those poppers to come off. He's like, that, that's dude, why hey, it's worse. That's the poppers why it's worse. Are coming, man. And everybody watched him put them on. Like, the poppers were coming, man. <laughs> They're going to be busting. Everybody had a couple <laughs> drinks. They're just waiting for those poppers. And all of a sudden, he could run out with a fire extinguisher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. I, listen, I, and, and I do, I do see the fact that, like, hey, this thing burn up and, and whatever. Um, you know, hey, some, you, some advice. Don't put those jalapeno poppers directly over the flame. Yeah, I, I know you got a vertical smoker, but just you know, have the charcoal yeah. on one side, put the poppers on the other I side. Just, yeah, that when they drip, it's not dripping. Don't let out it of catch fire. on fire either. Yeah. I yeah. just want to ask a question yeah. real quick: Is are you sure the poppers weren't bad? Are you sure? Did he light to cover it up? Um, yeah, he put the fire extinguisher to him. So I, I just don't know what to say. I just. Yeah. What was his like, name? Did you did you send a picture? Dog Dad Barbecue under, underscore JKU. Can we okay. just call him Dog Dad? You can call him Dog, dog Dad, dad Dog Dad Dog Dad underscore JKU. Hey, Dog Dad underscore JKU. Guess what you just won? <laughs> Suckabusters, Suckabusters. Everybody wants some Suckabusters. Yeah. Let's go. And you know what? Hey, get a little bit of like a pork rub or something. Yeah. Sprinkle that on your jalapeno poppers. A lot of people just go and buy the pre-made jalapeno poppers and just throw them directly on the grill. Oh, they don't do anything to them. Put a little bit of sweet seasoning on there. Mm-hmm. Anything for like pork and money. Give it a little. Give it a little. Nut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One percent. Yeah. Well, I love it. And you are now entered into our end of the year giveaway, uh, and it's gonna be bad. Do not sleep on this. We've had so many entries, and just for submitting this right here, you're automatically entered into the our, our giveaway at the end of the year, which is uh, right now is like twenty. Four hundred twenty five hundred dollars in in prizes right now. There's a different giveaway, but different it is oh, going to be a very good giveaway. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they're not entering. The there same is a giveaway? giveaway that's going on right now. That this is separate. This this ending uh, in I don't know, like another week or so. Yeah. So if you haven't entered that one, go to any of our social medias or to our website and enter that giveaway. But this end of the year giveaway, it's it's just for the folks that have. Have sent in a barbecue winter fail and have been played on the air. So it's a small pool. So if you want to get in on this one, that's what I'm talking about. I, didn't, I actually didn't what realize that. What happens if we pick the same person more than one time, John? Can't do it. Extra entry? Yes. Yeah. 100%. I'd so like if that. you have another one, send it in. If it's good, we're going to use it. Mm-hmm. 100%. If you make up shit, we're going to know it and we're going to burn your freaking house but down. But if you say <laughs> Jan's a bitch at the end of it, you, you will get, get played the top for of the sure. Yes. Yeah, right. 100%. Yeah. Okay. John's like, that's five extra entries. Yeah, <laughs> entry, right. entry, you entry. Guys, you guys know how excited I am for next year's giveaway. I've got so many plans, but we'll just we'll save that for our end of the year uh, when we do our Christmas beer review episode where we just drink all the beers and we'll announce the next year's thing. Cause, but this one's badass, so make sure you get entered. Sending your wins, sending your fails. 100%. And I will tell you right now, the 2024 entry we're talking about is when you win – we all show up at your house yeah. and we party with you for a freaking <laughs> a new car. Right. We, we party with you for a freaking week. We 
we, we burn everything. We can't cook nothing. And, and we eat all your groceries, okay? Entry fee is $2,000. Okay. And you're welcome. Okay. Are, are we showing up like publishing clearinghouse yeah. with just yeah. balloons? That's it. And, Giant check. Hey, yeah, just hey like, with backpacks. Giant grill. We live here for a week. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I brought a Weber. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be so good. We better end this episode. Yes, let's, yeah. yes. let's go. Do the thing, James. Yeah. Hey, guys, it's been great talking barbecue with you. Peace. Let's go. Thanks, everybody. We've been great. As we close out, big thanks to SmokerBuilder.com and the MBBQA for their unwavering support. Absolutely. And cheers to Barbecue News Magazine, Suckle Busters, and Dow Strong Knives for their contributions. And you know Yeti always has our back, and Cooling Nation ensures our drinks stay perfectly cold. Lastly, props to Cambro Manufacturing and, of course, a spicy night to Chicks of Smoke Seasoning. Thanks to all for powering this show. Until next time, keep smoking.